It is good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. To be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I, uh, I'm expecting God to fill some more people with the Holy Ghost tonight. I said, I'm expecting God to fill some more people with the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. If you have a Bible, as you turn to the book of John, chapter 3, verse 5. John chapter 3, verse 5, page 918. My, my, two times in a row. Brother Riggin, his Bible's 918. <laughs> that never happens. How does this happen? <laughs> I guess. The Bible says Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, sweet God, we thank you tonight for what you're fixing to do. We thank you for every person here tonight, God. God, we know that you want to do a work here tonight, Lord, and we give you the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Anoint every mind, God, to be able to perceive the word, every heart to take it in. Anoint every ear to be able to hear it, God, and we give you the praise, the thanks, and the glory. Put your Bibles down. Let's praise him one more time. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You could be seated tonight. I'd uh, like to preach tonight for a few minutes, a little bit. The Holy Ghost is for you. The Holy Ghost is for you. Now, this scripture establishes the absolute necessary of being filled with the Holy Ghost. Without experiencing the birth of the Holy Ghost, a person has no chance of entering into the kingdom of God. Later, the Apostle Paul reemphasized the necessity of receiving the Holy Ghost in Romans 8. He said, but ye are not in flesh, but in spirit. If you so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man not have the Spirit of Christ, none is his. These scriptures sound very harsh, praise God, but don't worry, God's spirit is a gift. He wants you and he wants everybody to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I said he wants everybody to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Not just accepting him uh, as your savior, uh, but he wants his spirit to dwell within you by the evidence of speaking uh, in other tongues. The sentence is very clear that one must have the spirit of Christ in their life to make it to heaven. We want to be very, very clear about everything that the scripture teaches about the wonderful gift. The New Testament prophecy about the Holy Ghost, John the Baptist foretold the coming of Christ and his spirit. And he, and he said in Luke 3 and 16, he said, John answered, saying to them, 
I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I cometh that latches of whose shoes I'm not worried to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Come on, I said with Holy Ghost and fire. I'm glad that I've been baptized uh, with the Holy Ghost uh, and fire. Praise the Lord. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. I get excited about somebody getting the Holy Ghost. I get excited about, come on, preaching about receiving the Holy Ghost. John foretold the coming of his spirit, John 14. And he said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him for he dwelleth with you and he shall be in you. Oh, I like that. Did you hear that? And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which said, if you have heard of me, uh, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Come on, somebody preach that to you before you got the Holy Ghost. I said somebody preach that to you before you got the Holy Ghost. Oh, Isaiah was first one to prophesy about the gift. He said, with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to his people. To whom he said, this is a rest wherewith you shall that ye may cause the weary to rest. Amen. This is a refreshing yet they will not hear. Come on, open up your mind tonight. Let God speak to you. There's a few important things to remember from the scripture. Sometimes in the future, God will speak to his people in a manner with stammering lips. Uh, stammering means foreign. Uh, God will speak to his people through foreign lips. Uh, the word tongue in this instance refers to language. Uh, praise God. God will speak to his people in another language. Uh, and when it come to pass, uh, it would cause the weary to find rest uh, and refresh God. These prophecies would be later fulfilled in another Old Testament prophecy by Joel prophesizing, you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord, your God, and no else. Come on, none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. Oh, friend of mine, I'm glad I know Jesus today. I'm glad I've been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins. Uh, and I've received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, friend of mine, when I got baptized in the name of Jesus, uh, not in titles, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Uh, friend of mine, the Son uh, has got a name. Uh, the Father's got a name. Uh, the Holy Ghost has got a name. Uh, and his name is Jesus. Amen. Well, we'll just kind of let that settle for a second. Well, I just feel the Holy Ghost settling in here right now. 
Man, I said, I feel the Holy Ghost just settling down in here right now. Praise God. There's a cloud in here right now. And it's the glory cloud. It's the Holy Ghost. Hey, that's what it is. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Hello. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Joel's prophecy stated that God's spirit would be poured out upon all flesh. Uh, not just one group of people, but everybody. Uh, come on, friend of mine. The Holy Ghost is for you. Uh, just accept it, and it's not going to get it. Uh, you've got to get the real God. He stated that this would come to pass sometimes in the future. 400 years later, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost was finally, friend of mine, poured out. Amen. The first outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, 120 of Jesus' disciples uh, were in that upper room uh, in Jerusalem praying together, waiting for the promise of God. Uh, and on the day of Pentecost was fully come. Uh, they were all in one accord in one place. Uh, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven uh, as a rushing mighty wind. Uh, Acts 1, Acts 2, 1 through 4. Uh, come on, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Uh, and there appeared to them uh, clothes and tongues like a fire uh, and it set upon each of them uh, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost uh, not just one it said they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues uh, as the Spirit uh, gave the utterance as prophesied when the Holy Ghost came every person begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the ability. You got a lot of these preachers and they're up there and doing this blabbing junk, this whatever, me, 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 and all that stuff. That's not the Holy Ghost. You speak whatever comes to your mind, that's not the Holy Ghost. That's not the kind of Holy Ghost I got because only God can give the utterance. Man can't teach you how to speak in tongues. But you got some men out there that's leading people astray. I said they're leading them astray. Get up there and start all that stuff. Yes, Jesus. What, what Jesus? You, you want me to say that, Jesus? Listen, friend of mine, God's not operating like that. That's a mockery of the Holy Ghost. Those people need the real Holy Ghost. Stand up there and tell the people that kind of stuff. They need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. They need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. The only name given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus. This phenomena grew the attention of the crowd and it gathered for the celebration of Pentecost 
And many of the Jews attempted to explain what was happening. Some assumed that these disciples were drunk with wine. And in Acts 2 and 6 it says, And when they was noised abroad, the multitude came together, were confounded because that every man heard them speak in their own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galilean? And how and how hear we every man in his own language wherein we were born? In Acts 2 and 12 it says, And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking, saying, These men are full of new wine. Sits in an opportunity to share the gospel. Oh, Peter stood up. I mean, he stood up. He was just as bold as a lion. He stood up and he began to explain what was happening. Peter explained to them, he said, it's only nine o'clock in the morning. Therefore, they wouldn't be drunk on wine, but they're drunk on new wine. The Holy Ghost. Uh, and Peter confirmed this uh, with the outpouring of God's Spirit uh, that Joel prophesied about in the Old Testament. Woo! Acts 2 and 14, it says, Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said to them, You men of Judea, on all you that dwell at Jerusalem, be unknown unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose, sin is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken uh, by the prophet Joel. Uh, and it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. When old Peter used that phrase, this is that, he was addressing these Jewish people who knew the Old Testament scripture. These Jews knew this prophecy. They had heard it all their lives, although they probably didn't understand it. Peter was reconfirming to the Jewish people that they already knew what was going to happen on that day. As Peter finished speaking, the Jews were convicted in their hearts and they asked Peter a question in Acts 2 and 37 now when they heard this they were pricked in their hearts in other words they were troubled in their spirit I said they were troubled in their spirits because they knew that they needed something else uh, ordered the, oh come on now they knew there was something else that they needed I said they knew there was something else they needed. They were pricked in their hearts. Uh, and they said unto Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said, Oh my goodness. And Peter said unto them, Repent. Be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, uh, for you're missing your sins, uh, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is New Testament salvation. There is no other salvation than that. You get in your Bible. If you could show me in this Bible, in the New Testament, where they baptize it any other way but the name of Jesus, I'll give you my truck sitting out there. The keys is in the evangelist's quarters. I'll get my wife to go get them, and you have it. I'll give it to you. 
you can't show me. It's not there. It is not there. Oh, don't try to come to me with Matthew 28, 19. I know what that says too. It didn't say the names of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. It said the name of the Father. Who is the Father? In the name of the Son, who is the Son? In the name of the Holy Ghost, who is the Holy Ghost? Jesus. You read your Bible all through the New Testament, never did say Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. It said Jesus' name. This is when the church began. The miraculous outpouring of the Holy Ghost at Pentecost is when the birth of the church began. In Jerusalem this time, there were, there were three classes of people. The Jews. Jews were God's chosen people, the nation of Israel. The Samaritan, the Samaritan people were the race of the foreign and Jewish blood because they were not accepted by the Jews, but the Jewish people of their day, praise God. And then there was a lot of hatred between the Jews and the Samaritans. And then there was the Gentiles, us. A people who were not any Jewish descent. The Jewish people thought that the Holy Ghost was only for them. However, God being no respecter person desires that the people of all nations receive the Holy Ghost. All nations all nations. If not, Brother Riggin would be praying people through in Africa. Praise God and baptizing them in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. <laughs> Don't tell me this is not real. You can't tell me even those men over there that's been baptized in the name of Jesus uh, and received the Holy Ghost uh, and teaching their people this, that this is not real. church began to grow the Pharisees and the religious leaders increased their persecution against the church and those had, who had been persecuted or persecuted Christ now was focusing their anger and their attention on the apostles and those who followed their teachings and because of their persecution the apostles began to disperse away from Jerusalem the Apostle Philip went to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And even though Philip was a Jew, the people of Samaria listened to him and many were delivered and healed. But Acts 8, 5 tells us that Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto the things which Peter or which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits cried with a loud voice that came out of many that were possessed with them. And many taken with palsy that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in the city. This was a significant occurrence because nothing like this had ever happened amongst the Samaritans before. They had listened to the Jewish preacher. They believed the message of a Jewish boy. And then they were baptized in the name of a Jewish Savior, Jesus Christ. For the mind, oh my goodness. Acts 8, 12. But when they believed Philip's preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized both men and women. And guess what name they were baptized in? The name of Jesus. 
the name of Jesus. It's important to note that until this point, the Samaritans had only believed in being baptized. The importance of this event is shown when Peter and John, the two most experienced disciples, came to Jerusalem to pray for the Samaritans and and. In Acts 8 and 14, and when, they, and when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that the Samaritans had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was fallen upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Did you hear that? Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost and laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. Here's the most important thing about that. This establishes the important truth about the Holy Ghost. A person does not receive the Holy Ghost simply by believing in Christ. God desires that every believer receive the Holy Ghost. give further evidence of this of this truth after receiving a vision from God Peter goes to the house of a man named Cornelius to share the gospel message with him and his household while Peter was sharing the gospel with them listen to what happened Acts 10 and 44 while Peter yet spanked these words the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word and they of circumcised which believe were astonished as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. For they heard them speak in tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter, can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized which receive the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized. Listen, he commanded them. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. He didn't command them to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. He commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they tarry certain days. The Holy Ghost fell upon every person who heard the word. Praise God. Oh, this is good. This is good. I said, this is good. Even the Jews were astonished with the outpouring. They could not believe that the Gentiles had received the Holy Ghost. The only reason, the, the only reason that they believed that it actually happened was because they heard them speaking in other tongues. They spoke in a language unknown to them. This family was the first Gentile family that received the Holy Ghost. And later we read of some followers of John the Baptist's teaching that received the Holy Ghost in Acts 19 and 1. After it came to pass while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and found certain disciples. He said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? 
Boy, I've wanted to stand up at so many restaurants. I'm not kidding you. I've wanted to stand up in my chair before my wife said, don't do it. I have. I wanted to stand up in my chair at so many restaurants and see so many church folks around and say, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said to him, we have not so much hurt whether there be a Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, unto, them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said, unto John's baptism. Hello, somebody. John the Baptist. <laughs> of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul laid hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. You know, the reason why these people did not receive the Holy Ghost was simply because nobody told them there was such a gift. How could somebody believe in something they never heard? Huh? Romans 10, 14, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall the preacher accept, how can a preacher preach except he be sent, as is written, how beautiful the feet of them preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For so I said, Lord, who hath who had to believe our report? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is a gift that must be taught and shared to everybody. I said, it's a gift that should be taught, come on, and shared with everybody. Come on, this dear elder up here has got a burn for another country, and he's taken his time uh, and his money, praise God, and he's went to another nation uh, teaching, teaching them about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, come on, being baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, come on, friend of mine, everybody needs to hear this message. It's not just for a few, uh, but it's for every nation. Uh, I said it's for every nation. Uh, this is still the promise uh, to every generation uh, from Pentecost to forward uh, Peter himself Peter himself pathetically spoke the words for the promises unto you and your children all that are far off even as many of the Lord our God shall call that means the Holy Ghost is for you today you can receive the Holy Ghost if you so desire it tonight. You can receive it if the Holy Ghost is not given. If the Holy Ghost is not given, when somebody believes, how does that person know that they receive the Holy Ghost? Speaking with other tongues. is one universal, consistent evidence of the Holy Ghost in filling. Every person in here that's received the Holy Ghost, there was a sound that accompanied them from receiving the Holy Ghost.
People receive the Holy Ghost, they'll speak with new tongues, new language. Mark 16, 17, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils and speak with new tongues. In virtually every example of somebody being filled with the Holy Ghost, they speak in an unknown language. Come on, church, reach out to the Holy Ghost right now. Jesus spoke this in John 3 and 8, the wind bloweth where it listeth. And there hears the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and where that goeth. So is everyone that's born of the Spirit. There will be a sound coming from every person who's born of the Spirit. Phone, which is a Greek word for sound, which means language. Every person who's born of the Spirit will speak in a new language. Tongues are the only consistent Bible evidence that God's Spirit has filled the heart of the believer. Why did he choose the tongue? One thing I know about the tongue is that it has the ability to hurt people. The Bible calls the tongue unruly and evil. It's also evident the tongue is usually the last part of your body that surrenders to God. <laughs> Even so, the tongues of little member boasts great things, James 3 and 5 and 8. Behold, a great matter of a little fire kindleth, and the tongue is a fire and a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body and set it on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and bird and of the serpent and all the things in the sea is tamed and had been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is unruly and evil, full of deadly poison. Mankind has succeeded in, succeeded in taming everything except for the tongue. And no man can tame the tongue. How many times have we said things that we wish we had never said? We put our feet or put our foot in our mouth. And some reason we cannot completely control the tongue. Yet when God fills us with the Holy Ghost, He causes our tongue to speak in another language, whereby showing us He's in control and His Spirit has entered our hearts. What does the Holy Ghost do for a believer? The Holy Ghost will give you the entrance into the kingdom of heaven if you live this holy and righteous life. This is the most single important benefit of the Holy Ghost. We inherit eternal life. Your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. However, the Holy Ghost also helps us fulfill God's will while we're here on earth. And I'm closing. I said I'm closing. In Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. Unto me, both in Jerusalem, starting here, and then going out, and Judea and Samaria, and, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. I wonder if somebody tonight would like to come down here and pray. Come on, I, I preach my heart to you tonight. This Holy Ghost is for you. This Holy Ghost is for you. Come on, this Holy Ghost is for you.
Amen. Won't you get up out of your chair tonight and come on down here. And let me pray with you tonight. God wants to do something special for you tonight. Praise God. Before you leave here, you can leave here full. I said full. Come on, full. Praise God. Not some of this fake stuff that some of these guys is telling you. Praise God. But I'm talking about the real goods. I'm going to tell you, I got the same Holy Ghost that Mary, the mother of Jesus, received in the upper room. I got that same Holy Ghost tonight. Come on, let's stand to our feet. Let's all come down here and gather around the altar tonight. Come on. Come on, let's all come down here and gather around the altar and pray a little bit. Come on, it's all right. Come on, it's okay. Come on. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. He's calling, come on. In the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 come on. chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for you it's for your children and for their children too it does something chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for you it's for you it's for your children it's for your children and, and their, their children, children too it does something chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away oh it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you it's for your children it's for your children and their children too it does something chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for you it's for your children and for their children too it does something nothing else 
text the second chapter, you can read it for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. And Jesus is giving away. chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away well it's for me it's for you it's for you for your children and their children to something and nothing else can do second chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for you it's for your children and their children too it does something chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you for your children and their children too it does something chapter you can read it for yourself and don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost that jesus is giving away it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you for your children for your children their children too it does something second chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you it's for your children for your children their children too it does something second chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away it's for me it's for me it's for you it's for you it's for your children their children too it does something and nothing else can do 
don't have to read for yourself. You don't have to ask anybody else about the Holy Ghost. Jesus is giving away. It's for me. It's for me. It's for you. It's for you. It's for your children. All your children and their children too. It does something.
chapter you can read it for yourself you don't have to ask anybody else about the holy ghost jesus is giving away